Hello, and welcome to the Change Podcast. Hello, I'm Pastor Lydia Syed of Grace and Deliverance Kingdom Church of Christ Holiness unto the Lord here in Savannah, Georgia. And I'm so excited about this episode of the Change Podcast as God brought this to my mind today as I was planning to meet um, my cousin and his wife. And it's been a long time since we saw each other and it, all the memories just came flooding back. And so, as you know, this is a change podcast and we talk about when change happened and what what led up to the change and how God changed our lives and changed our lives forever. So I have the opportunity to talk to two people who are very, very close to me today on this episode of the Change Podcast. And the title of this podcast today is God's Best, God's Best. So I want to introduce you to first someone who I'm very close to, my cousin. We grew up in the big city of Baxley, Georgia. I wel- B-Town, that's it. I welcome Elder Untron Solomon. We're going to call him Tron. So what's up, Tron? Good to see you. It's been a while. Good afternoon. Good evening, cousin. Good to be here. Um, excited about sharing a portion of our story. Excited for today and excited to see my cousin. I know, I know. It's great to be here in your beautiful home over on Ladies Island, South Carolina, and your beautiful wife. You know, this story, I want you all to, as we're having coffee here, I hope that you get your coffee, your tea, your water, whatever, and relax. Don't move around too much on this one. You don't want to miss this amazing story of when change happens. And when God is in the midst and has a plan, there's nothing that can stop it. So I'm so excited to talk about God's best. Now, I introduce you to Tron, who, as I said, my cousin, um, we grew up, you know, a little, we got closer, older, later in life. Um, But his wife, I met this young lady when I was working with the University of Phoenix. I was on assignment um, at Beaufort Memorial Hospital in Beaufort, South Carolina. And I went to the education department and I met this lady, young lady that just stood out, right? She just stood out from the crowd in that office. And we began um, to have lunch together and talk. I want to introduce you to Joy Rivers Solomon. (laughs) When I met you, you were Joy Rivers, right? All right, so we met, you were working in the education department? Yes. Exactly. So I came in with the University of Phoenix and, and was, was trying to get a memorandum of understanding done. And Joy was, she was great with helping me get some things done. done. But we quickly realized that this was so much more than business. We quickly realized that God was up to something. Because I think probably on our first meeting, we realized that we both loved the Lord and, and we were, we grew up in the church. We were church girls. Let's just say it, right, Joy? <laughs> We were cute, right? That we were, we were, we were church girls, and and I tell you, <laughs> oh Lord, Sean getting excited. Yes, she's cute. So Joy and I will will tell this story. We have to tell it in a story format, okay? So this this podcast may be a little bit different because I want you to vision this. I want you to envision this as we have this conversation. So Joy and I connect, um, and again, talking about the Lord and having our side conversations, our side lunches. And at some point, Joy was comfortable enough with me to kind of open up 
and we started talking. Here she was, a beautiful young lady, probably in your 30s at that time. And we started talking about relationships, you know, and Joy, you shared with me some things about you had been in a couple of relationships and one, you were pretty much ready to, to tie the knot, right? Yes. Right. You remember that conversation, and, and, and I think the thing that got me about that conversation, I'll never forget it, we were at lunch, and you were telling me that you were you were almost married, that you had done the wedding preparations, right? That is correct. I was engaged to be married, and everyone around me was excited, but I myself was not excited. Something just didn't feel right, but... I was saying, well, you know, he's in the church. Everybody else likes him. He's a nice person. And so I figured maybe there was something wrong with me because everyone was excited about the wedding but me. So um, things came to a head when I just felt like there has to be more to it than this. There has to be more to love and spending the rest of your life with someone than feeling like you're just doing it just because everybody else likes him. Right. So that's when I decided to just take some time just for me, one-on-one, just me and God, and just really fast and pray and ask the Lord, is this the best that you have for me? Is this your will for my life? And if it was, then I wanted him to give me joy, to help me to feel excited and to have, you know, all of these feelings that everybody else had. You know, the Hallmark moment that we mm-hmm. see on TV. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's what I was missing. <laughs> Um, but I just didn't feel that. So I figured maybe there's something wrong with me. Lord, fix me. Lord, help me. So I took um, a few days where I fasted, where I, you know, everything. I just spent some time. I didn't work. I didn't go to work. I didn't eat. I didn't drink. I didn't talk on the phone. I didn't fellowship with anybody. I just spent that time with the Lord, seeking God and asking him to show me what his will was for my life. And if that was the person that he had for me that to give me all the joy that I needed to to be happy or to be mm-hmm. excited about it and um, if it wasn't I wanted him to clearly show me plain as day that this is not what you have for my life. Wow Joy that is so powerful because so many times we move forward in things because people want us to because we think it's what we should do or sometimes we don't even think we just moved. But what over the years, what have stuck with me about your testimony, and we're going to talk about testimony because that's what this is, was that you asked God for his best. And if this was not his best, you were willing to walk away and not do it. What happened at the end? I think you said it was about three days. What happened at the end of that time that you stayed with God? Well, I wanted to be open to say, Lord, it's whatever is your will. And I didn't want to be led by my feelings. I just wanted to be led by God, and I just asked him to show me plain as day, and knowing that if he said no, that this wasn't for me, then I had to deal with, you know, the the wedding was already set, I already had a dress, paid down payment for the photographer, for the cake, for the hotel where the reception, like all of this money was already spent towards it, my family was very excited. And I was like, well, if it's, if it's not meant to be, then help me to walk away and help me to have joy. If it is meant to be, then help me to have joy and to press forward with it. But at the end of those three days, um, I sought God. And at the end, he clearly showed me that this was not the person that was supposed to be for my life. 
Wow. And I knew that when he made that clear as day that I needed to immediately end that relationship and walk away and just count it all a loss. And I thought that because, you know, I had the dress, everybody knew about it. Everybody was excited about it. My church knew, his church knew, everybody at work knew that I was engaged. I just felt like I was going to experience all of this shame and the whole night. But when he, when he confirmed that this was not his best, that this mm-hmm. was not his will for me, I immediately ended that relationship. And by that next morning, the minute any of those businesses had opened up, I went and I canceled everything. I called everything off, even um, the dress that I had already paid towards. I was like, y'all can keep it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if you give me the money back or not. <laughs> and there were some places that it was non-refundable. Some places gave me my money back. And I said, you know, whether they did or not, I just knew that nothing was worth more than God's will and me having peace. But once I made that decision that I was going to um, be obedient and answer to his call and knowing that that was not what he had for me, I can't explain the joy that I experienced. It was unspeakable Mm. joy. There was absolutely no shame, no embarrassment. I mean, I just, I wish I could bottle that moment up. It was just unexplainable joy and peace that I had in being obedient and walking away from that relationship. Wow, you are listening to the Change Podcast. And I'm telling you, this testimony to me is the epitome of change, the epitome of seeking God's will for your life. And when you get that answer, okay, so let's be be honest. A lot of us will seek and ask God his will. And when God tells us his will, we're like, God, are you sure? I don't know, maybe I'll try it. Believe me, I know because I'm telling you, I've done some things that, that I did not wait and seek and ask God. And I'm sure many of you can identify with that. So I'm asking Joy to share this testimony today because that's what it is. It led into a testimony. It just stuck with me after lunch that day. And I said to Joy, wow, there's so many young people that need to listen to hear your testimony. We have young women in our church who are waiting and and some who are anticipating marriage and, and waiting for that right person. And I think it's so important for people to hear your testimony. Now, we were getting close to our Overcomers Conference, which we are right now. Um, And this is what, 10 years later? No, this is 11 years later. 11 years later, because all of this was taking place in the year of 2011, I believe was our conversation. So, um, and and I I say that because I invited Joy to speak at our Never Would Have Made It evening of testimony services, right? And um, she said, sure, I'll be glad to. But what Joy didn't know was there was a little wheel turning in the back of my head. (laughs) There was a little wheel turning in the back of my head. I do have another guest here. We have Evangelist Diane Hall, who was um, here, who was the visionary of a Never Would Have Made It evening of testimony services, what we were calling it back then. Welcome to the podcast. This is your first time on the Change Podcast. I'm, yes. Again, I'm Diane Hall, and I am a member of Grace and Deliverance Kingdom Church of Christ, and just glad to be here. This is my first time. Exactly, and I, I, it was so fitting, and it's that God orchestrated this day that we could all be together as 
Diane and I are working and planning the Overcomers Conference for this year, which is the 12th Overcomers Conference. And, or it started as an evening of testimony services. I never would have made it, right? Mm -hmm. And then it started building and God said, it's bigger than this. And so we then um, titled it the Overcomers Conference because people that come have so many testimonies and the word tells us what? We overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. So we have to share these testimonies. So I know you're being blessed already, but it gets it gets better. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Change Podcast. So I invite Miss Joy she Rivers to, to share her testimony, but there's a little wheel turning because I remember um, that I have a cousin who is also in a place, you know, he's had some history, but he's at a place now that he really wants to settle down. And he had some people trying to talk to him. <laughs> he had some people knocking at the door, but he was just determined that he was going to wait on God. This young man is, is Tron Solomon that's sitting here with us now. I just, his heart just touched me. He would come to my house in Savannah and um, visit my son, Omar, who was sick at that time, and my mother. And he would sit there with the patience that it's just hard to find in a young man. And I we call him sitting at my mother's feet, sitting on the floor at her feet while she's sitting in the recliner, just talking to her and just making her feel like there was no one else more important to him at that moment than my mother. So he had a special place in my heart. And I'm thinking, Tron is looking for a wife. I could tell he was at the park that he wasn't looking for a girlfriend. He had made the change. He was in the back in the church. Um, his father, W.H. Solomon, and, and cousin Lucy, they loved this boy. And they saw something in Tron. And I know that they had been pouring into him. And so I said, what if I could get Tron and, and Joy together or introduce? So I'm thinking, OK, so. I'd already invited Joy to come. She was gonna give her testimony. Unbeknownst to Joy, I say to Tron, Tron, there's a young lady that's coming to give her testimony. I want you to just come, because you had visited the church anyway. So I asked, just come and if you're interested, I will see You know what the Lord says, maybe we can make a connection. And if not, we it's good and she won't know, right? So, I don't even know if you know that part, Joy. <laughs> I told you it's all going to come out. Here's the truth. <laughs> so, the next time Joy and I have lunch, I'm like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry, guys. I couldn't tell you all everything. <laughs> so, when I told Joy, I said, um, you know, Joy, okay, so never would have made it happen, right? Don, you want to say anything about that? So, it happened. We're excited that Joy's there. Yeah, yeah, we were excited, ex so excited hearing it. And I needed to hear it. I'm, I'm, I'm older than you are. And to hear how God moved in that situation to move this man out of your life because God wasn't happy with that. Uh, and, and indeed, you weren't. You felt something in your spirit. Mm -hmm. um, and I thank God for that overcomer that year right there with so many um, testimonies that year. And, and what comes to mind is to me is Revelation 21 and mm -hmm. 7, mm -hmm. where the word says, he that overcometh shall inherit all things. Right. And that's indeed what happened here. You mm -hmm. inherited some things in your life, amen, since that day. And the word says, and I will be his God. And indeed, God is you guys, God, mm -hmm. amen. And he shall be my son. 
behind is what the word said. And so we thank God for that. When we because it's even with me, and I know it's not about me, but it's about overcomers, being an overcomer. And you know, I've been through some obstacles and trials and tribulations in my life as well. And so where I had to overcome some things, and that's why this program is so important to me that other people that when they're the things that I've been through, if I'm sharing those things, it will help them go through those things in God, Absolutely. just like you did with your relationship there. And so I, I thank God that, you know, and over the years, I've heard so many testimonies. People, you know, had a gun put their head to their head and they're on the bridge singing, um, um, glory, hallelujah, amazing grace, how sweet the sound with a gun pointed to their head. And because of them singing and praising the God, the gun jammed, it didn't even fire. My God, and those are some of the testimonies over the years and how God mended so many relationships. You know, even the relationship with him, and that's so important um, to me, you know, being a person that didn't grow up in the church. You know, but it was an old lady, and then I'm gonna turn it back to it. It was an old lady when I lost my father. I didn't grow up with my mother nor my father, but when I lost my father, I was like, I don't have anybody. Who do I have now? Have nobody. It was an old lady that told me, "Baby, you got Jesus," mm -hmm. and I. And so that's why this is so important to me. You know, as I continue to seek and continue to seek, even the more I'm seeking God even more every day. Amen. I love it. I thank God um, for the passion, and you can hear the passion in Evangelist's voice about Overcomers Conference. You're listening to the Change Podcast, and we're preparing for our Overcomers Conference, which is going to be November the 18th, 19th, and 20th this year, the weekend before Thanksgiving. So we will certainly give you all of the information before we end today. But it started this relationship, and by now you all probably know where we're going. But the, this episode is God's best, as Sister Joy was seeking God's best for her life and not willing to take anything less. Lydia, I also wanted to mention that I, that wasn't a testimony that I planned to share. When you asked me to speak, mm -hmm. you just said, just say something that God has done for you or something that True. God has blessed you with. And that wasn't what my intentions was. But when I was praying before I came that night to um, give my testimony, that's what he laid on my heart to share and about relationships. And I was going to share, God has been so good to me in other areas of my mm -hmm. life, and he's performed so many other miracles. And those were things that I wanted to expound upon. But he rested on my heart to talk about relationships. Wow. That's and can it. I tell you, that was my desire for you to share that particular testimony because I knew there was so, and, and, and you're right, we didn't communicate and I didn't say you have to do this, but that was, I was hoping that you would. So God just worked, was working, he was just working on so many levels with that. We're talking about change and, and asking God as, while you're at your point of change and many of you that are listening to me know that there's a change that needs to take place. And I hope that you learned from this episode, if you take nothing else away, that when you know change needs to happen, seek God for his very best. So as Joy is asking God for his best and, and walked away from a relationship, God's working behind the scenes. So Brother Tron comes, what did you experience that night when you were there in the service, you heard this testimony? Well, I'm gonna go up first I'm gonna say I wasn't looking for a woman. 
I was there because my cousin talked to me. She talked to me about coming to church. Mm-hmm. The main thing was I'm going to church for this service. Right. And so I'm just I'm just a part of this part of this service. You know, I'm, I'm Deacon Solomon, and most people when they recognize the Deacon, they they automatically assume that he's married. Anyway, um, but that wasn't the case. So that night I'm sitting there, and um, the speaker comes up. I'm talking about joy, and um, you know, I'm listening, <laughs> you know, I'm listening to her talk, right? You know? And um, she's um, so during her conversation, I mean, during her testimony and her testifying, I said, okay, well, she's definitely single, <laughs> all the way single, you know, um, and uh, I like to get to know her a little better because of that testimony because she was somebody who who stood her ground for what she really wanted and what she did not want and actually listened to the Lord about that when you are all the way into a situation that's very can be difficult to untangle you know at that time and, and she chose to listen to the Lord and untangle herself and for me I wasn't really looking to be entangled because I was steady working on me. I was steady working on me because through Lydia also, I had just gotten, well, back into school. And so I was working on my degree. So I'm working on things to build me up, not anything that's gonna detract my focus. My focus, I'm focused. I know where I'm going, I know what I want, and that's it. Um, And then I, I love touch that night, you know, so <laughs> I say, well, you know, let me um see see what's really going on here. So I told my cousin I'd like to meet her. You know, I asked her if she could, you know, give her my phone number or you know, she can give her phone number. Of course she said she'd give her my phone number, you know, so she can call me or something like that. Or ask permission first. Exactly. I think that's how it went. Ask permission. And I gave her your number, and I believe, Joy, you called him the, that mm-hmm. same night? No, you you asked him if he could have my number. Right, okay. Right. So um, I said that would be fine, so you gave him my number, and he called that night. I called that night? You did, that very night. Okay. I'm sure you can't forget <laughs> that night, because I understand when he called you, how long did that phone call last? It lasted a mighty long time. <laughs> you were on the phone for eight like, hours. Yeah, eight fun. hours, your first conversation. Yeah, first conversation, conversation eight, eight hours. hours. So it, that was very long. And I, I mean, I'm telling you, I had to get up to go to work and basically it was work time. <laughs> well, actually, you were off that, that following day. I had to go to work. But what was touching was I had to get up to go to work to work the next day. You were off that Friday. At the time, you were off that Friday. So when I was driving to work, she called again to say, well, I realized that I kept you up on the phone all night, so I just wanted to call and make sure that you got to work with So that was very touching. Like, what a gentleman. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> very good. And I'm, I'm telling when I and when I talked to Joy and she told me how long you all talked, I said, okay, God, you're doing something because eight and eight hour conversation i believe some change was taking place right we know when 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 change is there 
So it sounds like there was a chemistry. You had a lot to talk about. So God is now opening your mind, right? So you're open. Both of you are open. Let's fast forward. First day. First day. We might have to do a part two. Okay, so first day. Let's talk about the first day. That is great. I love it. <laughs> so John asked you out on a date. Once I saw him wave his hand in the parking lot to show me where he was, um, he did not hit the end button on his phone. So I heard him say, oh, Lord, I'm in trouble. He said, oh, Lord, I'm in trouble. Oh, Lord, I'm in trouble. Oh, Lord, I'm in trouble. And you thought. Like, well, what does he mean by that? Why would he be in trouble? Or whatever. So I don't know. So it kind of hurt my feelings a little bit. I wasn't sure what he what he meant by that. So when um, I parked the car, I was like, hey, what, what, why did you say, oh Lord, I'm in trouble? And his eyes got really big. He said, you heard that? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, yes, I heard that. Um, what did you mean? He said, well, I was talking to the Lord. That conversation wasn't for you. That was for the Lord. So <laughs> that, like, that, like, again, my feelings was hurt. I didn't know what he meant. It's like, you know, it looked like he was deflated when I, when he saw me. So, well, I wonder what that was about. So it just kind of bothered me. Um, meanwhile, the first thing we did was we went to Lydia's house because they were actually going to graduate the next day from the university of Phoenix and they had planned a graduation party mm -hmm. together. Um, so they were finalizing their graduation dinner plans for the next day. So we made our first stop to Lydia's house. And meanwhile, I did not know what he meant, so I was still bothered by it. I'm like, I don't understand why, why he would say that. My feelings were just so hurt. So we get to Lydia's house, and they're at Lydia's dining room table making graduation plans for the next day, but I wasn't sure if he was saying, Lydia, what did you get me into? Like, I didn't know what he was saying, so I was very, very, very troubled that whole vivid because I didn't know what he meant. And I could see your confidence. I could see your face. And I can see his eyes, and I'm like, what's going on? And so I'm starting to pray, like, okay, God, I know what you're saying, but I sense that there was some tension. I, meanwhile, I didn't know the conversation. I mean, but I was good. I was good. It's just she wouldn't let it go. I, just, I said everything is all right. That conversation between me and God, everything is okay. And you know what? It just you know? signifies to me that the enemy will come in, and he'll take something because, again, you think that he was happy that this was happening and about to take place. So he would try anything. So another another takeaway is when your change is happening, especially that big one, the enemy comes and he shows up and he'll take something small, turn it into something big. And my understanding is that Tron, look at me and I'm at his defense. He was just like, wow, really? Like this is this is a lot, God. This so he was kind of having that conversation but at the end of the day you understood his expression right yes he did explain when he left Lydia's house and um, I think we were going to go get something to eat and I said can you please explain because I'm very bothered as to why you said that you looked deflated when you saw me and it just I guess my feelings were hurt I was in my feelings 
nothing explained what that was. And he was like, would you please let it go? I'm just asking that you let it go. And I was like, no, I can't let that go. I really need to, I have, I have a need to understand what that was all about. So he explained himself to me and um, explained why he said that. And from that point on, we were, we were good. So we went out to eat and had a good time. And um, he called me that night to make sure I made it home safe and I went to the graduation as I had already planned so mm-hmm. Lydia had invited me to her graduation before I even knew that Tron existed. Wow. So I was planning on going to the graduation anyway so I went to the graduation that day so it happened to be that I was there to watch him graduate. And, and meet his family. And meet, and meet his my mom, family and everybody. Mom, <laughs> dad, son. On day two. Wow. wow. On day two. And um, he introduced me to his parents, and I um, met his sister, and brother-in-law, and another brother. So I met his family on our second date, and um, and then the following weekend, we went on our third date. That time, he came to Buford, and we met at IHOPs and had <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> and then when we left IHOPs, we went to the waterfront, and then we were just basically talking about our day, uh, our lives. He was explaining his, you know, his life and just an expansion of that eight-hour conversation. Um, so we were talking and it was just something about the things that he said. It was just something about his character that really stood out to me. And to me, that's other than someone loving the Lord, their character and their integrity means the most. And, um, it was just something about what he was saying that signified that he was a man of high integrity and great character. And I just knew that particular day we were, we were sitting on the swings. We were sitting on the swings at the waterfront and I knew, like I knew the Lord was good, that Tron was said it, to said again, you knew me. what? I knew, I knew within myself, just as I knew that God was good, I knew that Tron was supposed to be you have been listening to the change podcast and our episode is god's best i love this testimony for so many times even in my own life I began to ask God, God, I want your best. What is your best for me? You know, when when I wouldn't go to the car lot to get a new car, but one Saturday morning, God said, go to the Lexus dealership. And I'm like, the Lexus, he said, go to the Lexus dealership. And guess what? I wanted God's best. So I went to that Lexus dealership and the salesperson that waited on me didn't think, as a matter of fact, I had my children and my granddaughters and he told them, don't touch this car. all of that. So guess what? He didn't get to sell me his car because I wanted the best salesman out there. So I came back on Monday and this car had just came in and it was just for me, 15,000 miles. It was perfect. So I say that to say when you are seeking God, ask God for your best. I thank God for um, again just Diane being with us. And again, each year we kind of have a different vision for Overcomers Conference, as I said, it it morphed from just an evening of testimony service to the Overcomers Conference. And so this year, the vision is to do some things a little bit different. Tell us what you've got. I know. And first of all, thank God for Pastor Sayed pushing this um, 
conference um, that the Lord had um, birthed in me some 12 years ago now. Actually, a little before that, because it was before I moved to Savannah. And I mentioned it to a pastor in the Atlanta area and didn't didn't seem to hit her in the spirit. But anyway, I had mentioned the pastor before I moved here and pastor pushed it. She pushed it. And, and the you know, the word tells us about write the vision, make it plain and, you know, that we may run on with it and not faint in doing it. So I thank God that she pushes this thing every year. And this year, I'm so excited this year to have quite a few of our testimonies over the years come back. Amen. You heard one of them today. And I thank God for them. Amen. Um, and so many more stand out over the years. And I I just really invite you all to come out this year, um, um, starting um, November the 18th and on to through that Sunday and come out and we're doing something a little different this year. This year we're taking it to the streets. We're doing an outreach this year um, on that Saturday morning. Um, so many homeless people are out there. Um, now because of the the pandemic and the economy and you know we want to do something to help others you know in our ministry and you know we want to take it out there to the masses and and because it is it's all about winning souls for the kingdom and this is our way of giving back this year you know so many times we 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 um want to feed the ones that's right there in front of our face and we want to minister to those that come through the four doors through the into the four walls of the church but this year we're taking it we're taking it to the streets on this year so i invite and encourage all of you and invite you all to come out to grace and deliverance kingdom church of christ at 11826 apache avenue this year and and be a part of this overcomers amen because it is bigger it's bigger you know the lord told us years ago that it's bigger than what we can see amen we did get a chance to take it one year to lagrange georgia and it, it was awesome then and it's still you know and we're excited you know um of what god is doing this year thank god for you all all right thank you all so much this has been a great conversation and we wanted joy and tron to be with us on site they have other uh, engagements on this weekend which is the 18th of november through the 20th on friday night we're kicking off we've got a great speaker prophetess nadia rigby she is from the bahamas and she is a walker oh my god powerhouse and so um definitely releases the prophetic fire so we want you to be in the house for friday night on saturday morning we're out overcomers outreach taking it out as she said outside of the walls so we'll you'll have more information on that and then our overcomers banquets with awards on saturday night um and it passed my dear friend of mine Apostle LaCree from Meekness of the Spirit here in Beaufort, South Carolina will be our, our key speaker. We'll have other um, speakers that night to release a word and also key testimonies throughout. Pastor Tammy Bird on Sunday morning. We already know that she is a fire walker, so it's just going to be fire. Can we say that for this Overcomers Conference? And our theme is I'm Still Standing, right? What's the thing? It's all about the journey. It's I'm all about the journey. standing. And I want you to know, as we sit here, God's so strategic, Joy. I know you're thinking about this. As I'm sitting here at your table and I'm looking on the wall, it says, on the journey, God will save and protect, lead, direct, make a way, answer prayers, strength and power, all of that. But I think about our conversations when you are planning the wedding. 
Do you remember those conversations? <laughs> Somebody was about the destination and someone was about the journey. You remember that? <laughs> Somebody, guess who just wanted to get to the destination? <laughs> and Joy wanted to enjoy the journey. <laughs> and they are still standing. I love God. He's so strategic. I am so glad that you listened to this podcast. And we could certainly do part two. But I cannot say, we cannot end this podcast without really t- talking about the double blessings of God when we ask for God's best. So they met in 2011, December 2011. They got married in November 2012, and something really amazing happened in November 2013. What happened? So in, uh, we got married in November 2012, and four months later, I got very, very, very sick. And I actually thought that I had food poisoning from a spinach quiche. And turns out that I was pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) It's about the destination. (laughs) (laughs) And um, Tron happened to go through the appointment with me. After we found out I was pregnant, uh, they were were doing an ultrasound, and I'll let you take it from there, baby. No, they were doing the ultrasound, and I was sitting there with her, and the nurse came back, and I mean, because you've been somewhere one time before, right? Before, mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And, they, and they just said they, they just heard a heartbeat. They just heard a heartbeat. So she's gone one time before without me. The second time I went, and the nurse comes back into the room and said, um, I hear two heartbeats. Two heartbeats? But I wasn't phased by hearing two heartbeats. I'm like, okay, well, she hears the baby's heartbeat. She hears the mom's heartbeats. I'm like, okay, well, you're supposed to hear two heartbeats. And the lady said, no. <laughs> two heartbeats from the belly. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you know, in a good way, but still, oh, no. All righty then. So here I am. Now I'm scratching my head. It's like, what, is, what are we going to do? <laughs> Two blessings on the way, right? Yeah, so. That was exciting. That was exciting. So by the end of 2013, following year, we were blessed with Brooke and Taylor, mm-hmm. um, identical twin girls who are our, our Jews. That's what I call them, my precious Jews. Mm-hmm. So we're very, very grateful to oh, God. Wow, what a journey. Mm-hmm. And what a destination. And I forgot, I didn't think to warn you. We didn't think about that. That twins run in the Solomon family. <laughs> yeah, but it had been so long. It had been what? <laughs> Because Joy asked for God's best. So he gave her two jewels. She did not have to go through 18 months of of pregnancy and two births. He gave her the best. And they are beautiful girls. And you have a beautiful story. Continue to share your story. Can I encourage you that? And is there a book here in the making? Is there? No, I don't think there's a book. But I do want to encourage um, women in particular to wait on God. In every, everyone, men and women, but to wait on God because I remember the pressure. You know, once you turn 30, everybody's when you getting married. You know, it's this it's this pressure where society places an age on when things should happen in your life. And I was bound and determined that I was not going to have children if I wasn't married. 
and it was that pressure when you're getting up in your 30s you know you, you know that that could be an issue but not according to God's word I decided to wait on him and he blessed me beyond description beyond measure um, but when you do things in God's timing and not being dictated by what society defines as a specific time that you should do things, you have to be able to let that go and just learn to enjoy life living in God's will. And when you do that, his will will unfold and you'll be perfectly contented in the state that you're in until he brings that change amen, for you. Amen. I love that. Mm-hmm. Until he brings that change. And that's a great way to to end this episode of the change podcast god's best and when you are ready for change it will come so i ask you today that you prepare your hearts for change begin writing those visions down begin you know telling god what it is that you desire if it's a husband prepare yourself the bible says that a man that findeth a wife findeth what a good thing so you focus on being that good thing so that your husband can find you i believe that when tron looked at joy that what have i got myself into was he recognized that good thing that she was and so i think for all of us um whether it's a relationship whether it's jobs positions the house we're sitting in in their their beautiful home but you were looking at another area right So we have a theme here of saying, God, what is your best for us? Because you could have compromised and been where where I thought you were all these years. But because you are still seeking God's best, he gave you the best he had. Now his, his best for us exceeds our thoughts, right? He says that it hasn't even entered into our hearts, our minds. You know, Ephesians tells us what he's able to do, what? Exceeding and abundantly above all that we can ask or think. And so I pray that you have been moved today, that you have been moved to change, change your way of thinking. Stop settling for less and ask God for his very best. Please join us for this year's Overcomers Conference, November 18th through the 20th at 11826 Apache Avenue. You will see the post on Facebook, on Instagram. You can register. It's a $40 registration fee. You can do that at dollar sign grace A-N-D deliverance on Cash App. Reach out to me at 912-484-3054. 912-484-3054. Or the phone number you see on the flyers. But we're just excited about what God is doing. And we know that it is time for change. Amen. And we have, we're going to let um, Elder... Untron Solomon um, close us out. I'm gonna have them have comments and then a prayer. Well, I just want to say because we're hearing mostly the women hearing my wife Joy speak about waiting on God's best. I say that the same is also for true for men. You know, there's not as much weight on a man to wait mm-hmm. as far as the woman goes. Wow. But if you want the best and with no regrets, it's for us men to speak to each other as men, not as most men speak to me when I was growing up. It was not about, it was not about waiting. Mm-hmm. Outside of my father, it was how many girlfriends you got. Mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. that was how we men talk mostly, you know. So I'm just sharing that. And I will say before I, I did meet my wife, it had been eight years since I took a woman out. I was working on being my best. That's why I said what I said. I went to church. I was going to church. I just wanted to interject that about how we men 
need to talk more about all of the all of the things whenever it comes to being the best because you need to work on being your best for the best. We always have a word. Amen. Amen. I'm so glad you shared that, Elder Solomon, because a lot of time we have a different set of standards for men and for women. But the fact that you waited eight years, now you think, my God, mm, you think waiting those eight years didn't qualify you to be the best for her, for you to be the answer to her prayers? Because again, we have to make a sacrifice for God. We have to change. If we want change to take place in our lives, then we have to change. And so I am just really, God always exceeds my expectation. That just did it with this episode of the Change Podcast. And we know that your hearts are being changed right now. So I know that God is speaking to someone right now. And we're going to ask Elder Solomon to close us out in prayer. And we want you to be open to change, be open. Let's be honest, you're not walking in God's best. Many of us are not walking in the very best that God has for us. In order to have the best, we must deny ourselves. And so I'm gonna ask him to pray the prayer of faith. Please, as always, if you um, accept the Lord, please reach out to me, send me a direct message at Grace and Deliverance Kingdom Church or personally, find me on Facebook and we would love to walk this with you. We're Grace and Deliverance at 11826 Apache Avenue in Savannah, Georgia, and we would love to have you walk through the doors. But most of all, we would love to hear you that you accepted the Lord after hearing this podcast. Other song. First of all, I can say um, thank you. Thank you to Evangelist, Evangelist Lydia Sayed. Thank you to Sister Diane, Evangelist, for coming in. Thank you to my wife. Um, Thank you for this union and this opportunity to share. I'd like to say thank you to the Lord for providing this space and this opportunity for us to share, to grow us, to build us, to lead us into green pastures, continue to build us up where we are weak, continue to give us the strength, my Heavenly Father, to, to share and let go of strongholds, to put down stigmas, to, to, to relax in your word and knowing that in you, we have the best. In you, we will find our best. In you, we can be our best. Yes, God. The grass is greener, they say, on the other side. But if that's the other side is the other side of the other mountain, then you're right, you see. And that's why I say thank you, Lord, for continuing to break the yokes and the strongholds, continuing to, to build us up where we are weak, continuing to, to strengthen us and strengthen our bond as we go farther in life, to strengthen us to strengthen this message in this podcast to break yokes in other people's lives and cause them to break yokes in other people's lives to have a continuum that never stops breaking yokes and building people up and never ever let them forget where they came from or where they're going to. And it's in your mighty name that we pray that you just continue to grow us and build us up where you would have us to be in these last final days. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you so much for tuning in to the Change Podcast. Please like and share this episode. I know that you are blessed. And I I tell you, I'm still, I'm hungry for more of this testimony because there's so much more. But please like and share this episode. I just want this to be the highest rated episode that we have done because the message is so powerful. Uh, Again, be the change that you want to see in the world and and just know that God's best is worth it. So thank you again for listening to the Change 
podcast. Remember, change happens here.